Today I want to talk about some of my favorite scriptures to memorize. And as I said yesterday, the best way to memorize for me, I'm not that bright. It's just been to do one word at a time. So let's say you were doing John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. You would start with four. And then you'd add to it for God. For God so. For God so loved. For God so loved the, for God so loved the world. And if you go through that enough times, the repetition, repetition is a mother of learning, you will get the scripture in your head and in your soul. And it's really a powerful thing to have scripture in your soul. So let's see what some of these are. And the way I do it is I write them on index cards when I come across them in my scripture reading. I say, hmm, I think I want to memorize that one. I'll write it down. And then I'll work on memorizing it. And then so I don't lose the card, I'll usually take a picture of it on my phone. Um, so these are some of the ones that I have saved on my phone. Philippians 4.8. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's a great one. Um... Let's see what this next one is. I like this one. Um, it says... That's not a good one, though, because I didn't write down where it was at. I think it's in Isaiah. But it says, His word is in my heart like a fire. A fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. And that one just gets me excited because it's talking about you know, the Holy Spirit just being like a fire in your heart. And so I really like that one. Next one, 1 Chronicles 4.10. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me. And God granted his request. And I like that one because it shows you that people in the Bible sometimes just cried out to God and asked for more abundance and more and so that one's one that I like to to review um what's this one that one's a quote quotes are good to memorize too all right Hebrews 12 26 and 27 once more I will shake not only the earth but also the heavens the words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken will remain. And I really like that scripture whenever I'm going through something hard in my life, and it, it just helps me remember that God is shaking things up a little bit. He's shaking out the things that need to be shaken out so that what cannot be shaken will remain. Isaiah sixty twenty two. This is one of my favorite ones, too. The smallest will become an army of a thousand and the least will become a powerful nation. And then the second part of this I really like. I am the Lord. When the time is right, I will do it quickly. And that just reminds me to wait on God. And sometimes the waiting is the hardest part. All right, next up, 2 Peter 2.19. They promise them freedom while they themselves are slaves to depravity. For people are slaves to whatever has mastered them. And that reminds me to not let anything become my master. Not money, not habits, not anything. If I'm going to be a slave to something, it's going to be a slave to Jesus Christ.
Second Chronicles sixteen nineteen. This is a great one. This reminds you. Um, well, let me read it. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to give strong support to those whose heart is blameless towards him. That reminds me a couple things. Number one, that God is looking for people to support. I mean, if you can have the support of God, what more do you want? And then there's the key there to those whose heart is blameless. That's a that's a tough cry right there. Having a blameless heart, you know, it says that man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And God knows our heart. He knows my heart. He knows your heart. We can fool ourselves. You know, the Bible says the heart is deceptive above all else. We can fool ourselves, but we cannot fool God. He looks at our heart and he sees what's really there. Let's see. I'm going to skip that one. Um, Ecclesiastes 11.4. This is, again, one of my favorites. It says, Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. And that goes back to my How Do You Eat an Elephant? You know, or even Death by a Thousand Cuts podcast. Like, if you're looking at the wind and getting all frustrated about, oh, it's too windy, you're never going to plant. And if you never plant, you'll never reap. If you're looking at the clouds, oh, it's just going to get rained out. There's always going to be wind. There's always going to be clouds. And if you focus on those things, you'll never take the actions that you need to take so that you can reap a harvest. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. That just reminds me that the Word of God, one of my favorite parts about that is it's alive and active. We are in a spiritual war every single day. And your weapon is Scripture. Your weapon is the Word of God. It's not just words on a paper. It is alive and active when you speak them. There's power that comes out of them. 2 Corinthians 10.5 We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. That one is like serious because only you know your thoughts. Only I know my thoughts. It's up to us to take them captive and make sure that our thoughts are not putting us in bondage, putting us in chains, keeping us from moving forward. You've got to take them. You've got to take them all um, captive and make them obedient to Christ. Next one, Second Timothy three something. It, this is the NIV, but it's all Scripture is God breathed and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. It's one of the reasons I bring Scripture and the Bible into my podcast because it is useful for teaching. It's useful for rebuking, for correcting, and for training. And a lot of times, like like I just said, the Word of God is alive and active. If you can get some of these scriptures or even some of the Bible stories into your psyche and remember them, they can help you navigate the waters of life. Hebrews 13.5. This one's a tough one, but it's so simple. Keep yourself free from the love of money and be content with what you have. How many people can say that they do that? Very few. Very few indeed. And so 
I'm always reminding myself to try to be more content. I'm always reminding myself that money will never be an idol to me, that money is just a tool. Then Ecclesiastes 4, 6 says, Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. And that just tells me that you don't have to work so hard. You, you do not want to be one of those people that is never content with what you have. So you, you got one handful. If you live in the U.S. right now, you have one handful. So why do we work ourselves to the bone to try to get two handfuls? And in the process, we lose our tranquility and we take on toiling and chasing after the wind. All right. And if I'm not coming through good on these, I'm like trying to scroll through my phone while I'm talking. And by the way, I'm parked at my kids' uh, school waiting to pick them up, so you don't have to worry. I'm not technically driving. Not that any of you are worried about that, but if you are, there you go. Mark 4.19 But the worries of this life, the deceitfulness of wealth, and the desire for other things come in and choke the word, making it unfruitful the worries of this life do you have any of that the deceitfulness of wealth if you haven't figured it out wealth is deceitful it comes and it goes the desire for other things get in the way of you being fruitful absolutely first timothy 6 6 to 10 now this one's kind of long but i really like it and i haven't actually memorized this one but i um i look at it often Godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. And notice there that it says the love of money. It doesn't say money is evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. Um, this next one, I don't know where it's found, but it, it sticks out to me because it reminds me that things change bit by bit and piece by piece. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. And that's how we are with God. He wants to increase us little by little. Until we have the the power and the belief and the, the guts to go take possession of the land. Numbers twenty three nineteen. God is not human that he should lie. Not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I have received a command to bless. He has blessed and I cannot change it. That reminds me that God's promises are promises that don't change. What God tells you in your heart, if it's about your your uh, future or your your dream that he's planted in your heart he doesn't change his mind and then the other thing is that when god blesses it's a done deal i have received a command to bless he has blessed i cannot change it and that is all i got for you today i hope that it was uh useful i hope that you got some of those scriptures if you don't have anything to write them down or anything, just listen to this podcast over and over. And and it's a great reminder. If you just need a day where you're reminded of some scriptures, I hope that it's helpful to you. God bless. Please leave me a review and a rating. 
and I'll see you on the next episode.